Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young lady on. She is the uh, attorney for President Trump in the civil case in New York. It's Alina Haba. Alina, how are you? Good to see you. I'm great. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. I wanted to ask you something, and I I did this video the other day on what you had to say about the judge uh, and about this whole sham of a case. And where do you go to get your certification to be a badass? Where where do you go and do that? (laughs) I think I get that certification from my mother and father. So... (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, you walked out, and, and uh, my opening line was, this is a certified badass, and then I showed you saying what you said. I um, saw I've been following it. I the case, it. But, no, it. Well, thank you. And, and it's amazing that you did that, because enough is enough. Alina, enough yeah. is enough. I was at Mar-a-Lago last week. You may know this. I played the national anthem at, at Dinesh D'Souza's opening of his, of his movie, Police State. And I've been to Mar-a-Lago twice now. I was there for 2,000 Mules last year. The ballroom alone is worth $18 million. I mean, I'm not, I'm not an idiot. But I looked in the... Yeah. Right, right. I looked. I looked in uh, in in the local you know real estate ads. There's like a quarter of an acre for sale on Palm Beach for like twenty million dollars. So what am I missing about this case? Because I don't get it. Uh, nothing. There's nothing to miss because there, you don't get it because it doesn't make sense and you have a brain. You know, it, that's the reality of the situation. Is it doesn't make sense because it's. You have to remember something. This case, the DA had looked at and saw that there was no case. So they didn't bring this case. This was years ago. For three years, the attorney general has been digging and digging and digging into the Trump organization. And the best that they could find in bringing a case because Miss James ran on a platform that she was gonna get Trump was that, oh, he valued Mar-a-Lago at X, but a tax assessment said 18 million. So therefore there's a fraud. And we're gonna, by the way, throw in the kids and the kitchen sink in here and um, hope for the best. At least we'll get some good headlines out of it. At least Miss James can sit in court, not actually practice law, take some notes and have press days every day that the president gets here. That's unfortunately the political climate we're in. And I call it political lawfare and my clients said it as well, but that's 100% what's going on. The cases don't make sense. So people ask me questions right. on right. TV in shock. And the reality is I can't explain them other than to say they're politically motivated. This one in particular was very obviously politically motivated. Um, she, you know, too male and too pale, and I'm going to go into the, the Trump Tower every day. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to go get Trump, and I'm going to go home. And that's literally what she's done, and I think it's reflected in how the state of New York looks right now. And by the way, she goes on television now and says, I never ran on getting Trump, which is untrue. Of course she did. Yeah. We've got all the video. Did she think we lost the video? I don't know, but I can assure you that I'm going to make a point of bringing them out. Um, it really upsets me. I think that the more we play them, the more people see what is happening to our judicial system, our justice system in this country. It's Alina Hava. Go to HavaLaw.com. It's H-A-B-B-A-L-A-W.com. Um, I wanted to ask you about, about the reason why it's just a judge. People ask me all the time, Pags, why doesn't he have a jury? Why doesn't he have a jury? <laughs> okay, so very great question. And there were a couple great articles. Actually, at one point, the judge got up and said, 
I just want to say to the press that Ms. Haba did not forget to check a box. First of all, there's so many lawyers. For some reason, they pinned me, but I guess I'm good clickbait. Um, at the end of the day, this is a statutory case under 6312, which in plain English means it's a consumer fraud case. Um, there's a screen that they keep bringing with the NOI that was actually the attorney general's NOI. It's not our teams. So it says they didn't choose jury. They forgot to check a box. That was the attorney general. Um, we did have conversations with the judge about a box uh, check at the box check in the jury. Um, this was back in the proceeding, the special proceeding. There was some press, thank goodness, at that at that event. And they've called me and been like, we know you asked. And the judge said no. Unfortunately, um, the judge says this is equitable. He wanted it to be a bench trial. He said that in the courtroom a couple weeks ago, made clear. He said, I saw all this press. It's just not true because this is equitable relief. So in his mind, this is a damages trial. This isn't a full trial. He found us guilty before the trial in a motion. Right. Imagine. So we're not even having a trial to see if we can win or lose. We've already lost. Now we're just mitigating damages. So, no, we were not entitled to a jury. Well, of course, everybody's reporting that you guys just did your job. You didn't want a jury, which is actually stupid. Yeah, no, wait, wait, because you've got to blame you. Um, when we look at this case, here's the question. I'm not a lawyer. I think I'm pretty smart. My mom thinks I could be a lawyer, to be honest with you. But um, when I look at fraud, there has to be an aggrieved or harmed party. If the president said that he was worth X amount of dollars and that he went and got a loan, the lender or the loaner would have to look into what he said, have to check his collateral, have to get their own assessments. And I believe in Trump's uh, contracts, they all say, go and get your own assessments. Here's what we think it's worth. You go and get yours. Who's the harmed party? He paid them all back with interest and, and they made a lot of money. He's probably worth more than he's even claiming he's worth. He's said that many times. Who's the aggrieved party? Letitia James? I'm not following. Yeah, there is none. Um, if you want their shtick, their shtick is that, well, we're preventing future harm or that rates would have been different in some way. But everybody made money. Everybody. Uh, you don't think Deutsche Bank has a full team of lawyers that would be love, lovely and ready to pounce on Donald Trump if his of uh, assets were somehow in default? He never defaulted. The values of the property are frankly low, in many cases too low. And in any case where they were higher, they adjusted um, you know, it's the truth of the matter is any real real estate developer is going to value their property in the maximum use potential. And every real estate developer uh, looks at their values in a very subjective manner. Banks don't. And these are sophisticated banks that took their statement, which had a big disclaimer clause in the front and said, these are just a compilation. These are not audited. These are just what we think right. they're worth and took them. And then did their own due diligence. There's something called KYC, you know, know your customer, know who your borrower is. You think they just loan hundreds of millions of dollars to somebody without doing their own due diligence? It's nonsensical. Of course not. So there was no, not only not an aggrieved party, but the parties involved made money off each. Like They made so much money off the president. Um, his company never defaulted. They paid with interest and these loans have been paid off. So there is no aggrieved party. There is no victim. Meanwhile, there's crime rampant and the AG is too busy worrying about her own PR to care about the city of New York and real crimes that need attention. Are any of the, the uh, institutions that lent money to the Trump organization or to President Trump specifically, are they testifying for the prosecution? No, their case is done, and they couldn't bring one aggrieved party. 
Of course not. I mean, so, uh, Alina, uh, help me understand. I'm just a dumb guy on the radio. I don't, I don't get it. Why exactly is she doing this other than to interfere in the election? And why can't you make a case that, hey, wait a second, some circuit court, some appellate court, they're, they're going after this guy because he's running for president. There's no agreed party. Why is this allowed to go on? It shouldn't be allowed to go on. The problem we have is we have a judge who's in line with the AG's office and has been. It's been an incredibly frustrating couple of years. We have every decision we have to take up to the appellate division, every decision. And I would tell you there are some good judges, but there are some. I have one other judge in New York who particularly just hates Trump. And the Trump derangement syndrome is not a joke. It's a real thing. It exists. And I've seen it. It's it's really disturbing. And I, I would love to give you legal explanations. But the truth is there is none because legally they they closed their case. We moved for a directed verdict. We said that they did not prove their case. They did not show an aggrieved party. They did not show intent to harm. They did not show any conspiracy. They had nothing. Their one guy was Michael Cohen. That's why this all started. And Miss James had tweets about it. Michael Cohen. Thank you, Michael Cohen. Her and the D.A. Well, Michael Cohen, when I cross-examined him, admitted he lied. He lied to the House Select Committee. He lied to court. I don't think there's a venue this man hasn't lied to. And after my cross-examination, Michael Cohen has not come up. And they have not been able to imagine that. And that says a lot. It's Alina Haba. She's the attorney for President Trump in the civil case in New York. Uh, it's HabbaLaw.com, H-A-B-B-A Law.com. Go follow her on all the social media as well. Can I ask you about the gag order? Because I've always um, learned, and I'm sure you did as well, that the the, the the person is innocent until proven guilty, that all of the rules and regulations and gag orders and, and whatever else is on there is to help the defense. The defense is is the party that gets the favorable on everything because, again, that's the party that has to defend itself in court. Why exactly are they able to give uh, to put a gag order on on President Trump and anybody and and I guess his sons and maybe even try to do it to you? Well, Letitia James yeah. goes on X every night and makes her case every single night. She goes on there and makes her case about how horrible the guy is. That's right. And what happened to innocent until proven guilty? She's literally yes. constantly calling them frauds, constantly calling them liars. But I am gagged, so I can't speak to the one issue that he gagged us on, um, which, uh, you know, if you can look it up, but I'm not allowed to speak about that. He claims, you know, the basis is safety and other things. But uh, quite honestly, I-, I could tell you stories for days about my own safety that's been at risk because of, of some of these really radical left thinking people. Um, it's frightening. And the truth is, there is a serious corruption permeating our justice system, and we have to do something about it. Um, I know Elise Stefanik filed something today. I saw that and and good for her. Um, you know, there's there's judicial ethics, judicial codes, and they have to be abided by. And they're not being abided by it. It makes me crazy. It's Alina Haba. Alina, what is the what is the recourse? Because this is a railroad trial. It's a witch hunt. They're going to do all they can to convict the guy or to, to find him responsible. I apologize. And they're going to want right. to try to take away his business licenses in New York and take away his properties and everything else. What's the next step? What's the relief that you can seek if that happens? Well, the appellate division, for sure. Um, I'm honestly going to take it all the way to the top if I need to. But we're making a record. We're dealing with the appellate division, and we'll get there. We will get there. Trust me. The facts are good for us, and the record is clear that there's been a serious bias in this courtroom. And Does now, this end up in the Supreme Court or not? I have no problem going there. I'm licensed in the Supreme Court. Let's go. I'll take it all the way to the top. No, I bet you would, and I'm kind of scared of you. I'm glad that we're on the same side. It's Alina Haba. <laughs> go to, go to HabbaLaw.com, H-A-B-B-A-Law.com. What are the spirits of your client? I, I just missed him by a day last week at Mar-a-Lago. I've interviewed President Trump a lot of times. Is I mean, The guy just seems to be a machine. 
Yeah, he is a machine. He's great. He's, he's not even phased by any of this, to be honest. Like he's angry, but it motivates him to run, to spend the time as he can on the campaign trail. He's frustrated that he has days that he has to come to court and he can't be on the campaign trail. But that's by design. That's what they wanted to do. So he does get frustrated in that regard. But, you know, we keep him we keep him feeling good about what's happening in court. At the end of the day, he's got to do both. And if anybody can do both, it's Donald Trump. Alina, is there a recourse for you to go after Letitia James and even this judge or maybe the entire staff? And again, I don't want you to get outside the, the gag order, mm -hmm. but can you go after them for election interference? That's against the law. Um, all I'll say on that is if there is a recourse, we are already all over it and um, it'll be handled. I just want to go back to the jury trial thing for a second because I really appreciate you explaining that earlier because you're, this, this is the first I've heard that you that this was not a box that you were supposed to check. It was on their side. Can you not, after it starts, say, hey, wait a second, where's the jury? No. So that was determined. We had conversations about it. Um, the judge said it was not going to be a jury trial. He said he wanted it to be a bench trial. I had at one point asked him if he would even have a jury for the damages portion where they bifurcate the uh, damages from the liability portion. And he uh, he did not allow it. Um, so we're, we're at where we're at, but people forget yeah. that we have a lot of things pending currently on appeal. We've made motions. We're going to continue to do so. Uh, one thing about my team is we are not lazy. We take everything and turn every stone. And, uh, there really truly is nothing that anybody has said to me that we haven't thought about vetted with teams of lawyers. So, um, I appreciate all of it, but at the end of the day, they're not in the courtroom. They don't know what we have and haven't done completely. Some of it is confidential, um, but yeah. I can assure you there was no box that was unchecked by accident. <laughs> well, well, I'm, I'm here to tell you the man would not have hired you if you were incompetent. So obviously you, you, yeah, you I'm pretty you sure I would have lost my job. Eye. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, exactly right. All right. One, one, one last question for you, Alina. Thanks for making some time today. And I really appreciate what you're posting over on Instagram. Go follow her there. Go to hobblelaw.com. When it comes to this, you might not be able to answer this because of the gag order, but let me know if you can or can't. Let me give you a hypothetical. Let's say you go to a case and you get wind that the person who's the arbiter of the case has a bias potentially against the client you might be bringing. Can you ask for that person to recuse? And can you twice. force a recusal or not? I did twice. And the problem and with say? recusal, he said no. He said he, he wouldn't. The problem with recusals is that you have the judge themselves decide if they want to recuse. So you tell a judge you are biased and you cannot fairly adjudicate this trial. And the judge says, no, I don't think so. I can do it. Remember, Trump trials are followed worldwide. They make yes. a name for judges, sometimes good, sometimes bad. But it's very right. difficult to get somebody to say, no, I don't want this case, this case that would literally make my career. Uh, I'm going to recuse. It's a hard ask. We have asked more than once, and right. the recusal was not granted. I said last question. I mean it this time. Could you have won a jury trial? I'm not saying that you're going to lose. Don't, don't get me wrong. But would it have been an easier deal for you as a lawyer to have a jury? The jury's going to be from Manhattan that doesn't vote for Donald, for Donald Trump. They vote very, very blue. I, I can't say, you know, I, I know New York juries are very liberal. I mean, that's the fact. They are liberal. I don't think that anything, though, could be worse than the current situation that we're in, because reason and logic in this trial says that there was absolutely nothing wrong. If you listen to the yeah. facts, 
But again, Trump derangement syndrome and the political climate that we're in in this country right now is frightening. Um, people are making crazy decisions. And, you know, I saw it on my last trial. I couldn't believe it. But at the end of the day, you know, we're in the situation we're in, not by accident. It was by design, not by us, but right. by the attorney general. She by said she was going to do it. She said it. This claim, this claim in particular, where we didn't have a right to a jury. They chose it in particular. Uh, using a claim 6312 that has never been used like this against private sector individuals. And for them to put your nose in to personal contracts between banks and people or companies where no one was wronged, where the terms were negotiated, where all assurances were made, due diligence was done. And for the AG to say, I politically don't like you, I'm gonna stick my nose into your company, I'm gonna tie you up in election season. That is not okay, and we will handle it. Whether it's in this case yeah. or in another case, it will be handled. It is so sick. And I said in that video that if I if I were ever in trouble, I hope to God not to be, you're the one who's getting the call. It's Alina Haba, HabaLaw.com. She's the attorney for President Trump in this ridiculous civil case in New York. I appreciate you coming on and explaining all of that. I think that you just cleared up a lot of stuff that is such bad disinformation, purposeful disinformation yeah. by the left and the media, and I really appreciate you doing that. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. All right, we'll have you back. Hopefully you'll come back again. Have a great day. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. That great to have you. You got to ask yourself this question. Did you know that they were never given the option to have a jury? I didn't know that. Did you know that he was asked to recuse himself twice? The judge didn't know that. And the get, you could tell when I was talking to Alina, who was a great interview, by the way, and I think she's a great lawyer. You could tell when I was talking to her where she had to sort of take a pause and say, if there's something to be done on that, we're doing it. Or I really can't talk about that. I mean, there's literally a gag order where his defense can't speak up for, for their client. It's so strange to me. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Victoria Jackson next hour. Also, we're going to talk about how 70 Republicans said yes to the FBI. Stay here. Joe Pags.